Hi, and welcome to Confidence Equals Beauty with Amanda Taylor. I am your host, Amanda Taylor. Hi guys, welcome to podcast number six. I know it has been a minute since I had my last podcast, and trust me, not by personal choice, but definitely because life just happens sometimes. So kind of a little update, around Christmas time, I had some health health issues that happened that I was not expecting, and then in January, I had a procedure where I needed to take time to recover physically. And definitely work on my own mental health due to the news that I experienced. Um, I'm trying to be vulnerable, but I'm honestly, I'm not 100% ready to really share what all happened to the world. Not yet. Um, And I'm also not 100% recovered. Um, But I will say this. I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And I believe with time and self-care that I will recover And anybody who is going through something difficult, you know, from life's challenges, I think with self-care and just taking time, one day at a time, anybody can heal. So with all of life happening and getting busy with kids' activities, my own activities, and just life as a family, this kind of brings up the topic of how's your new year going? So if you're listening to this, you know, In real time, it is now the second month of the new year, 2023. And this is kind of when realization starts kicking in. If you can keep up with those New Year's resolutions you set for yourself. I know in the area I live in, many churches, you know, they started their prayer and fasting. It seemed everyone I knew was fasting or taking out things like no sugar or bread, no carbs. People were limiting themselves on social media. I know a very common resolution, you know, that people make is going to the gym and eating healthier. So what were you working for? You know, what did you make for this New Year's, you know, to make it a better one for you? Have you kept up with those resolutions? For me, I, you know, I just discussed this earlier, but I went through a pretty hard event that I had to kind of turn into myself emotionally mentally and work on some healing. And like I said before, I'm still really working on healing from the grief I experienced. So when I went into this new year, I was wrapping my head around what I thought my new year would look like and kind of in the few weeks, months into that new year to have to reevaluate everything and kind of change where my, my mindset was into a whole new perspective. You know, I realized the resolution that I had made was not going to be effective and I was going to have to evaluate what I wanted to see change for the new year. So, you know, like about this time, we have either created a new habit and now it's part of our daily routine. For others, well, this is when we slack off. We allow excuses to take over and we do not hold up on our end in meeting any resolutions. Speaking of resolutions, okay, I just kind of want to look at this word. And like I said, we do it every year. What's your New Year's resolutions going to be? Did you make New Year's resolutions? You know, so I kind of did a Google search on the definition of what it really means of resolutions. And so in the Google search, I saw a firm decision to do 
or not to do something, or the quality of being determined or resolute. So when I think about this, and I'm interpreting this, I'm interpreting it as it's making a decision and sticking to it. There's no going back. It's kind of like that decision to purchase a house or a car. You know, it's kind of one of those decisions. Once you make it, you just go forward. So if your resolution was to go to the gym, by this definition, it would be, my goodness, you better make that decision with that mindset, and there is no going back. I mean it. That's it. You made the decision. You're sticking to it. There's no going back. So, you know, many think that news of your resolution will change your life or make things better for you. In reality, it's not the outcome that makes things better for you. It's the process to stick with something and see the growth you gain by working towards that decision. So I kind of want to change the thought of resolutions and change it more to goals. So, you know, if you, you know, couldn't keep your resolution together, um, I want to think of it as goals instead. You can always start over and change new goals. But so what I found in a Google search, the definition of goals, it's the object of a person's ambition or effort and an aim or desired result or the destination of a journey. Okay, guys, I love what this means. I really like this definition better than resolution. And now it becomes a lifestyle that you can embrace and enjoy and not a mindset of I have to, I must. Oh, I should have, I could have, I would have. You know, when we get into those like, oh, I didn't go to the gym, so now I'm just not going to try. And it's like you just, it's kind of like a beat up kind of on yourself. And I think when you place those kind of mindsets on yourself, in my opinion, it's so much unnecessary stress in your life. You know, your brain becomes buckled down. And then just in my experience, you just kind of give up because now you have this kind of defeatist attitude that comes when you did not hold up your resolution. When you have the mindset of a desired result or a destination, you would like to be like where you want to go, where you want to be, what you want to look like, what you want to do, this gives a completely different attitude and thoughts. This allows you to open the opportunity to want to work towards something very specific to you. Each day you can be proud of your decision and enjoy each step that it takes to get to that result. So that's kind of what I've had to do. Kind of change my mindset. Instead of a resolution, it must be this way. It's, you know... No ends, buts about it. Pressure, 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 stress, stress, stress. I kind of changed the mindset to goal, a process, a destination. And so here are some mind shifts that I want to help you, that I've kind of adopted myself to help you work through your own desired results. So number one, allow positivity in the door and negativity stops at the door. So basically, you're allowing positive things to happen in your life, in your mindset, in who you are as a person. And if anything negative comes along, you're like, nope, not happening. You're not coming in. You're not welcomed. You're stopping at the door. And I think the change in this mindset 
instead of like, I have to, I must, um, that can be very negative. Think about it as a privilege. You get a privilege to work on what you want to work on. A privilege to have a desired outcome. You get the honor. You get to do these things. So having a positive mindset is not, oh, I have to get up. I have to make lunch for my kids. I have to drive them to school. I have to drop them off. I have to go to the store. I've got to do this. I have to go to work. I have to do da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know? Instead, change the mindset is I get to. I get to wake up. No, I don't want to wake up at 5 in the morning. But I do. I get to wake up. I do get the honor and privilege of being the parent that really gets my children ready for school. I do get the honor and privilege of deciding do they buy a lunch or do I make their lunch. I do get the honor and privilege. I have the opportunity. I get to drive them to school. You know, I get to pick them up. You know, I tell my husband all the time, you get to work at a really cool job. You don't have to do this. You don't have to have those meetings. You don't have to meet those goals or those um, work, you know, status symbols or status quotes or where you have to do or productivity. You get to do that. And so when you change from you must do this, it kind of puts a, a failure to it. So if you don't do it, then you do feel like a failure. But if you do, like, I get to do this, I have the honor, the privilege, it really does create more positivity in your life. So moving on to number two, opinions do not define who you are. Y'all, people are going to have opinions of everything you do. You have the choice to let it define your decisions or you can filter through. So like I said, you have the option and everything to do. You have a choice to let it define your decisions or you can filter through it. You know, I have a daughter who is in grade school and I think it's a daily thing that we come through and she's like, so-and-so called me this mean name or so-and-so did this or I don't like this. And it's just, it's a lot um you know, a lot of kids talking, a lot of, you know, name calling, a lot of picking on each other. Y'all kind of remember grade school. It was not always the nicest. There were mean kids in grade school. You know, you have, you know, and so she is also in dance and music lessons. And she's just in a lot of activities where people are constantly telling her what she is or is not doing. And so one of the things that I feel like we have a daily conversation about is I tell her, I was like, you have to visualize like a piece of cloth and opinions are like dirty water with lots of stuff in it. And the water goes through the cloth and the cloth stops the dirt and the yuckiness and all that's going through. And at the end, you've got clear water. And so I kind of try to share with her is people are going to, People are going to have opinions. They're going to say stuff. You have to make, you have to filter it. What are you going to take as the truth? And what are you going to take as either just advice or just someone's opinion? And, you know, I kind of tell her, you know, the saying, let it go in one ear and out the other. You know, if it benefits you, take the advice. If it's something that's going to hurt you, leave it. Let it go. 
you know, let it go out the other ear. You know, positivity, like I said before, positivity can come through the door, negativity stops at the door. When you allow opinions to define you, you're also looking outward for validation of who you are. When you filter out the opinions of will bring you like maybe good advice, can help you, and you can gain more knowledge of someone else's experience, but by all means, yes, take that opinion. You know, if, if it's going to be life-giving, if it's going to give you hope, if it's going to do something for you to make you a better person, then yes, take that opinion. But if the opinion is you're no good, you're wrong, you're negative, 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 I think it's important that you do filter that. I think it's important you have to define yourself based on what your opinion is about you. So moving on to number three. Everyone's journey is different. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like in every time I have a conversation with someone, that happened to them too. And they have to share their story. And they have to kind of talk about their experience. And you're like, well, I was talking about mine. And y'all, I'm guilty of this. Someone will talk about, you know, their birthing story and I'm jumping in or they'll talk about their wedding and I'll jump in and talk about mine and my experience or, oh, you don't want to go to that restaurant. And I will tell them the long drawn out story, you know, so everyone wants to share their story of what happened to them during a specific season or event in their life. Remember, that is their story, not yours. Just because someone had a bad experience does not mean your experience will be bad. Also, someone may have had a huge success and you could follow their journey step by step and still end up with a different outcome. So I really encourage you focus on your journey. Focus on your story. Focus on what happened with you and how that process and outcome happens is special to you and that you learn so much on your journey. So number four, thinking is overrated. So hear me out. I really think you end up more stressed or sad. We've all been there when we were debating over a decision or looking back at something that happened. This is where you keep going on over and over in your mind, all the different outcomes, good, bad, or something has already been done and there's regret and you keep going over and over and over in your head. Of what went wrong, what went good, what you should have said, what you didn't say, what you could have said. Either way, when you overthink, I mean, think about it. When you're overthinking and you look back at the time you were over, you know, in that, in that mindset of just overthinking and worrying and stressed, how did you feel? Did you lose sleep? Wasted energy? Worried? Stressed? Y'all, I go through this all the time. Like, I mean, I... I really do go through this all the time. I overthink all the time. You know, I lose sleep, energy, stressing over so many things that are really not worth stressing over. I will wake up in the middle of the night rethinking a conversation or rethinking a decision and just literally making myself feel crazy because I'm overthinking. And so this is something I really had to work on. You know, my husband, I actually like his advice because he's so different from me. Um, and, and, and he's so different with how he makes a decision and when he does it. And so I'm going to kind of paraphrase what he usually tells me. Um, my husband can be very brass and straightforward and oftentimes interpret probably in the wrong way, but 
I like this that he tells me. Just make a decision. Stick to it. You can't go back and change what happened or happens. So why waste all that energy being unhappy when you can just be happy with making a decision and expecting whatever happens, happens? And y'all, I'm actually very jealous of how my husband can make a decision and just go to sleep and he has like no issues with making this decision. He even talks about having very little regret or does not think twice once he's made a decision. Now, his process of leading up to the decision may look different from mine, but I do like his confidence. He makes a decision and he sticks to it. So let's move on to number five. A positive attitude is contagious and leads to positive outcomes. Y'all, I'm a huge believer in whatever you put out in the universe will come back around. So when you put out positive vibes out there for yourself and for others, those positive vibes come back around full force. Some people call it karma. You know, I say if you believe in good, then good will find you. If you keep your mindset focused on positive outcomes, you will experience a positive outcome. I even say this. There are times that life just sucks. Y'all, and there's no way to better explain what the heck just happened. You can still take away a positive outcome from the situation. Sometimes you have to dig in deep to find the positivity in the situation. But if, you, but if you do, you look hard enough, you can take away something good in any situation you find yourself in. So number six, happiness can only come from you. Yes, there are circumstances that bring happiness. You know, I was happy when I got married, the birth of my children. You know, you're winning a reward, you're getting a promotion. Those are quote unquote things, and I'm doing air quotes, they're not really happy. They're just events that brought you a, to a good place in your mind and emotions. And these are only temporary. It really is up to you to find happiness in yourself. So I have this friend who is such a homebody and she loves being alone. She probably is the happiest person I know. And when I ask her, you know, what makes you happy? She responds, everything else is just external experiences. I like myself, I enjoy myself, and I have the best time and fun with myself. And yes, she goes out and hangs out with people, and yes, all that kind of stuff, but she really does go out to eat alone, and she does goes on trips alone, and she just does a lot of stuff alone. And I always thought, like, you can't be happy unless you're surrounded by tons of people or whatever, but I love this. And I hope that I get to a place where I can just say I'm very happy with just being me. And so I hope and encourage you to find your happiness. No, that doesn't mean exclude yourself and, you know, you don't have to be around other people or, you know, hide out. No, you know, do you, be you, socialize, do whatever you do. But, you know, the thing that I've seen with happy people who have found their own inner happiness is they are not swayed or knocked down by hardly anything. You know, they stand strong. And if they do get knocked down, man, they come up. Like, either come up swinging, they come up, they wipe their pants off, they stand strong, they keep going, and nine times out of ten, they have a smile on their face. And I love that. So, I really think it's important we find our own inner happiness and not look to out, you know, external things, out thing, things outwardly, sorry. But it's important to find within yourself your own happiness. So, number seven, find something outside of yourself that is greater than you. 
Y'all, I don't push my religion beliefs on anyone. I can only tell you my experience. And I stand strong on my faith in God. I have seen that looking to something greater than myself helps me see the bigger picture or the plan. And this can look like different from every, from everybody. You know, whatever it looks like for you, I encourage you to look to God, a greater power, the universe, nature, or whatever you believe in to get you through the good and bad times. Really look to something outside of yourself that's greater. You know, sometimes I love to take a nature walk and see the seasons. And I can find myself in my mind and just kind of boggled down. And I can see that, you know, the trees right now are dormant. They don't have a lot of leaves. But I know spring's coming. And I know they're going to be full of life. And I know that even though there may not be green leaves, those trees are still doing what trees do. They're still producing life. And they will bloom come spring and we will have beautiful colored flowers and stuff like that. So sometimes just looking outside yourself, something bigger and greater than you can really help you. Eight, kindness goes a long way. So the same concept as putting out positive vibes in the universe, when you choose kindness over hate, I believe that is when we make a difference. I believe that's when change can happen for yourself and for others. And sometimes this looks like taking the IR road and not responding to a negative comment. This may look like walking away, so you don't say something out of anger. This may look like smiling and thanking someone you interact with. Think about how many times a day you probably have interaction with someone else. Are you being kind to them? Did you hold the door? Or did you let smack in their face? Did you put the car up? You know, no, I don't like parking you know, unloading my groceries and then having to take the cart and go like half across the parking lot, but it's an act of kindness, you know. Are you being kind to those you're interacting with? And I just really encourage you, be kind in anything and everything you can do. You can tell someone how you feel if you don't like something in a kind way. Let me just very clear. You don't have to be a pushover. You don't have to do all that. Let them roll all over you. But you can be kind, and you can show people gratitude and thankfulness and stuff like that. So moving on to number nine, forgiveness. I'm going to keep this one really short because this can actually be a whole other podcast for a different time. And we all have experienced hurt in some form or fashion. We can talk about this hurt for hours. We can hold on to this hurt for years. But I really want you to finally stop hurting. And I found the only way to do this is forgive. Forgive the other person. Forgive for you, not for someone else. Set yourself free and forgive those who have hurt you. You do not have to forget or even be around the person, but forgive them so you can heal and move on. And finally, last and definitely not least, number 10, gratitude and be thankful. As long as you breathe, have breath in your lungs and you're breathing and you're waking up every day, be thankful for everything. Have gratitude in every situation you are in. Not everyone gets to live the life you live. Not everybody wakes up the next day. There are people out there looking at you wishing they had your life. Now, no, I don't agree with comparison and all that goes with comparison. Once again, that's a whole nother podcast, whole nother situation. 
But I don't want you to go through life and not realize how thankful you you are for things or what you have until it's gone. So be thankful for who you are. Be thankful for what you are. Be thankful for who and what you have. Guys, thank you for sticking with me through this podcast. I hope all this does tie into helping you build confidence. You know, help you make a decision to do something to improve yourself. You make the the decision to build up your confidence. And so I hope these tips help you out. And remember, confidence equals beauty. If you're looking for more information to read on building confidence or just any life situations, please visit www.confidenceequalsbeauty.com. If you have any questions on any topic you want me to cover, please email me at amandarobinsontaylor at gmail.com. If you would please help me get this podcast to more people who could use the community and support, please like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, please rate this podcast, preferably a good rating, so this podcast can reach more and more people. I want to thank you for spending your time with me, and remember, confidence equals beauty.